that song is just right. I can't go back. Amen. All things have become new. I can't go back to how it used to be. How many enjoy being saved? Isn't that wonderful? Praise God, I wish I, somebody had told me about this when I was in elementary school. My goodness, I think about all the years that was just wasted not knowing the truth. But now that I know, <laughs> ain't nothing in this world worth trading what we got over. Praise God, I ain't going back. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not going back. Praise God. I greet all of you in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who was and is and is to come, the Almighty God. Amen. And it's such a, oh, it's such a pleasure and such a great honor to be back here again in this wonderful month of September, Easter in September. <laughs> this is the only church that does that. I'm just, I just feel so special. <laughs> And uh, it's just great. It feels, like, it feels like coming back home. That's what I feel when I feel, when I come here, it feels like I'm coming back home. Amen. And I, I want all of you to know how much I love you and appreciate you. It's the most, uh, the, the nicest people in this church. Some of the kindest folks. In fact, why don't you look at somebody, do me a favor, just look at somebody and just say, I love you. Oh, isn't that sweet? Do it again. I love you. I love you. We need to do that more often. This is how they know that we are his disciples and that we have love one toward another. Amen. Bless you, Pastor Strosan, for your wonderful hospitality. Enjoy being with you, hanging out with you. Amen. And in the Sister Joe Strand's absence, we certainly honor her. Amen. And Caitlin and just, just the whole family. We thank God for the whole family of God. Oh, yes. Praise God. And you know, we can't celebrate it enough. Three went down in the name of Jesus today. Oh, that is so wonderful. Praise the Lord. And I tell you, all over the country, in fact, all over the world, record numbers of people are turning toward the truth. Folks are getting baptized in the name of Jesus Christ across denominations. Amen. Amen. We, got, we got whole churches. Pastors are bringing whole churches in to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. All over denominations. I'm telling you, this thing is getting out there. People are starting to see it. Amen. Some for the very first time. And it is so exciting. Many things are going on in this world. And uh, all you hear about is the bad things. But I'm going to tell you, where sin doth abound, the grace of God much more abound. God is on the move. And I'm so glad to be a part of what's happening in these end times. We thank God for all of our guests and visitors that have come to be with us. Those that will be coming the next few days during this revival. Amen. God has a plan and a will for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we're so excited about that. Uh, tonight, I want to invite you to go with me, if you will, to the Gospel according to St. Matthew and the 25th chapter. Matthew chapter 25, beginning in verse number 1. And I also want to say how much I appreciate 
the section of musicians that play during the offering. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I love that group over there. I really do. I, I, they, they're so special. And they play those old-fashioned songs. This morning, they was playing a song, and I thought I knew what it was. I started humming. I said, yeah, I know that song. I'm humming along, and then it turned the curve, and I went, oh, that's not it. But, uh, you know, some of those old songs kind of all sound alike. But uh, it was so, so refreshing to, to hear that. I, I would recommend, who's ever in charge of that, that ensemble, you guys need to do a CD. Put some songs on a CD. Amen. And, 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 and toward the end of the year, we could, we could produce them and, 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 and have a fundraiser. I'll buy one, I'll buy a couple of them. Praise God, I, I just love that. Amen. Matthew chapter 25, beginning with verse number one. Jesus is speaking concerning the hour and the times we're living in, and he's talking about all the things that's going to be taking place on the earth before his return. And in the 25th chapter, he begins to open up the kingdom of heaven and gives us some incredible information about being ready. Beginning in verse number one, Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, guess what happened? The bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. And the last verse, verse 13, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Be on the watch. Jesus said in another place, he's going to come in an hour that you think not. Wow. How many think he's coming in the next 45 minutes? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. He said he's coming back when you don't think so. Ooh. <laughs> you better be on your tippy toes. <laughs> Praise God. Let's pray together. Father, in the glorious and mighty name of Jesus. Mm, Lord God, such 
prophecy being fulfilled all around us. Lord, the signs of the times are screaming out to us. Jesus is coming. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would cause us to be sensitive to your spirit in all the things that's going on. And my, my God, help us to be watchful. Help us to be prayerful. Help us to be ready. Amen. For the sounding of the trumpet. We love you. We give you all the glory and the praise. And the church say, in Jesus' name. Praise God. For the next few minutes, I'm going to speak to you on this topic. Give us your oil. Give us your oil. Praise God. God bless you, and you may be seated. Give us your oil. You know, I believe it's the will of God that every person in this sanctuary be covered with oil. I would, I would go on to say that when we dismiss the service and everyone is making their way to their cars, that there is not one person that leaves this building that's not oily. I mean, I want everybody in here to be oily. I want you to be so soaked in oil that when you walk outside and the sunlight hits you, you blast into a blaze of fire. Wouldn't that be awesome? People be driving up and down the street going by and say, Lord, look at those people. They are on fire. Praise God. That's the way I want God. I believe God wants us to be. He wants us to be on fire. He wants us to be soaked in the oil of his spirit. That the apostle Paul gives us a command. And the command is, be ye filled with the spirit. Every last person in this sanctuary ought to be filled filled with the Holy Ghost. Not just a half a tank, not just a quarter tank, but absolutely filled with the Holy Ghost. How many believe today, everybody in the room? Everybody, 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 every man, every woman, every child, everybody in this sanctuary can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Man, that'd be awesome, Pastor. Folks walking out of church stumbling. drunk in the spirit intoxicated in the Holy Ghost not even able to speak in your native tongue just talking in tongues walking out the door can't even say I'll see you later just talking into oh that would be awesome I believe it'd be the will of God I believe that'd be the will of God for everybody in here filled to overflowing with the oil of God's spirit David said, oh, anoint my head with oil until my cup is running over. When God fills you with the Holy Ghost, he don't know how to stop. Once he gets to pouring out his spirit, it just bubbles over and over and over and over. And I believe that's what God's going to do in this service tonight. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, give us your oil. Jesus began to speak to us concerning this in the 25th chapter of Matthew. And he was talking about the kingdom of heaven. And he was helping us to understand what is it going to take for all of us to be ready for his soon return. He said the kingdom of heaven is compared or likened unto ten virgins. These ten young girls, these ten young maidens who were all wanting to go to the kingdom. They all wanted to be there. They, all 10 of them, was expecting to make it to the kingdom. 
I believe they were, they were part of a, of a marriage that was going to take place. Amen. They were invited to the wedding. But not only were they invited to the wedding, they were expecting to be participants in the ceremony. And in case some of you didn't know, you all are invited to a wedding. The bridegroom is coming. I say the bridegroom is coming. And we all have an invitation to be at the wedding. But wait, it's even get better than that. He don't just want us to attend the wedding. He wants us to be participants in the ceremony. We are part of the bride of Christ. There's going to be a wedding. There's going to be a wedding. And I'm excited about it. Hallelujah. And so these, these ten young girls... All of them was wanting to go. Now, not too long ago, I took a survey in a church service, much like this. People all over the congregation, I said, I want to see a show of hands. How many people here tonight want to go to heaven? Raise your hand. Now, I'm not doing that now. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> I'm not doing that now. I'm just telling you what happened. I said, how many here in this congregation want to go to heaven? Would you please raise your hand? 99% hands went up. 99%? Yep. Because in every church service, there are going to be some knuckleheads. <laughs> There's always somebody, I don't feel like raising my hand. I don't feel like standing up. I don't see why we got to dance. I don't see why I got to shout. I don't see, I don't see. And that's the problem. You don't see. Amen. Amen. But all of those people that raise their hands, I want to go to heaven. But the vast majority want to go to heaven on their terms. Yeah. Think about it. They want to go their way. They want to do it their way. But Jesus said, I am the way. There is no other way. Amen. We all got to follow his instructions, his example. Amen. There's only one way that you can get to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. So these young ladies, they were excited. They were anticipating. They were desiring to go to this great wedding. Then the scripture says that these ten were divided into two groups. The Bible says five of them were wise and five were uh, foolish. Hmm. So, Lord, what are you saying? To me, he's expressing that in every church, you're going to have two types of people. You're going to have the wise and you're going to have the other ones. And they all come to church together. Amen. And standing from the pulpit looking out, it's not hard to tell who's who. See, the, the, the foolish come to church. They come to church with attitudes. They come to church arrogant, proud. They come to church and they sit down and stare at the preacher. Like some of y'all staring at me. Face like stone, looking all mean and evil. Okay, preacher, show me what you got. Let me see you preach. Come on, move me. Mm -hmm. Those kind of people sit there and critique everything and analyze everything and just sit there like a knot on a log. Foolish. 
And I wonder, why do you even come to church? Some people come to church for all kinds of different reasons. Some come, some come to see the show. Some come to be entertained. But that's not why you come to church. Amen. Then you got the other group, the wise. You can spot them from a mile away. They enter into his courts with thanksgiving. They enter into his courts with praise. They're the ones that come in excited. They're the ones that come in and they can't hardly keep their seat. They're on the edge of their seat. Come on, come on, Holy Ghost, speak to me. Come on, Holy Ghost, use that preacher. Speak to me. I want to hear something from the Lord. You can tell the wise because whatever you preach, they've been reading at home. <laughs> and they've been reading their Bibles at home and something gets stirred up inside of them. Oh, they are the wise ones. And the Lord said, in the group, you're going to have these two types of people. And the scripture says that the wise, the wise, verse number four, oh, I love this. The wise took oil. The wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. In their vessels with their lamps. What, what is he telling me? What God is telling me is the wise didn't just bring oil. They brought extra oil they brought extra oil but the foolish the foolish took their lamps and took no oil no oil with them the foolish had no oil the wise had extra oil praise God why would anybody come to the house of the Lord with no oil well, probably because you don't expect him to come in that service. Amen. Oh, pastor, I, when I come to the house of the Lord, I be thinking, Jesus, come today. Come today. And you know what I be praying? When the rapture takes place, I be saying, Lord, let that trumpet sound right in the middle of a red hot worship service. Amen. Praise God. I mean, I want to, when he catch me, I want to be clapping. That's what I be thinking about. Oh, I need to get up and dance. I need to get up and shout. Jesus could come any moment now. And when he gets back, I want him to see me jumping up and down and worshiping and praising him. I want my mind to be on him. <laughs> hallelujah. In fact, when I say hallelujah, I would love it. I say hallelujah over here, hallelujah over there. Hallelujah. I want to take my oil. I want to be ready. I want to have extra oil. Now the foolish, the foolish, they didn't bring no oil. They didn't bring no oil. They knew he was coming, but they didn't know when. And so they, they had no oil. Amen. But the wise not only had oil, they brought extra, extra. And let me tell you something. When you come to the house of the Lord, you need to bring not only worship, you need to bring some extra worship. Don't, don't just bring your praise. You, you need to bring some extra praise. Don't just get up and do a little dance. You need to do some extra dancing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you don't know what day, what hour, what time he would come. He's coming like a thief in the night. But when he shows up, I want to be watching. I want to be expecting. I want to be praising him. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. He could come any moment now. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. When we come to the house of the Lord, what is this wonderful house of the Lord? Oh, it's so many things. 
symbolized by so many different types of things. But when I look at the house of God, when I look at church service, it reminds me of a filling station. That's all church is. It's a filling station, not a service station. There's a difference. Some of the younger folks don't know what a filling station is. Because we don't hardly have them anywhere anymore. All you know is service stations, but some of you older folks know what a filling station is, don't you? Filling station. What is a filling station? Well, when you, when you drive up on a filling station, usually there's this little hut set right in the middle of the filling station. And when you drive up, there's a guy inside of that little building, and he's watching for cars to pull up. And when you drive your car up to a filling station, the attendant comes out of the hut. He walks up to your car. He won't even let you get out your car. He walks up to your car, knock on your window. What you need? What you need? What you need? You roll your window down, uh, fill her up. All right? And he goes over, he gets, gets the gas, and he starts pumping in the car, and then he don't just stop there. He looks at you and say, pop your hood. You pop the hood, he lifts the hood up. He take out a dirty old red rag and he start checking on the wires and looking at all the fluids and checking all the stuff. And that's a filling station. And then after that, he takes this little thing out and he goes around to every one of your tires checking the pressure. Hallelujah. You get full service at a filling station. And that's what the church is. The church is a feeling station and you can't go on what you got last week you gotta keep coming back say Lord fill it up again fill me up again fill me up again check my wire check my fluids check my pressure make sure I got everything I need cause I wanna make it all the way I wanna get all the way check me out I gotta be ready to go hallelujah that's what this is all about it's all about getting us ready to go, getting us ready to go, making sure everything we need is in place. Because, see, we don't know. We don't know how far it is from here to there. And nobody here wants to be almost saved. Amen. Amen. Nobody here wants to almost make it in. Oh, no, no, no. I've been through too much. I had to put up against too much to make it almost there. No, I want to make sure I cross the finish line. I want to make sure I make it all the way. I need everything I need to make it all the way. So the wise brought extra oil. The foolish brought none. Then the Bible says, they all slumbered and slept while they were tarrying and waiting for the bridegroom. And we've been waiting for the Lord almost 2,021 years. We've been waiting on the Lord. Hallelujah. An angel appeared as though people watched Jesus go up in the clouds and the angel said, why are you standing here gazing? This same Jesus that you saw go up, he's coming back. 
He's coming back. Look, the announcement has already been made. He's coming back. He went up in the clouds. He's coming back in the clouds. He went up in the clouds. He's coming back in the clouds. Any moment, any day now, that trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ shall rise and we who are alive, we who are alive. He's not coming back for a dead church. He's coming back for those that are still alive and still got, oh, hallelujah, oil. Praise God. And the scripture says they all slumbered and slept. And then verse 6 says, and at midnight. Whew, midnight is coming. Now, if you could look at God's clock, it's probably right now, God's clock is probably two minutes to midnight. It's closer than you think it is. And then at the midnight hour, the cry was made. here God and meet him and those ten young girls jumped up out of their slumber jumped up out of their sleep and it was like oh my 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 did you hear that did you hear that he's here he's here what the moment we've been waiting for the hour we've been praying about it's upon us it's upon us it's time to go it's time to go and I'm gonna tell you it's gonna happen one of these old days one of these old days hallelujah everything we've been preaching about everything we've been talking about it's gonna happen it's gonna happen oh lord have mercy jesus is coming get ready get ready get ready get ready to meet him oh glory jesus is coming and it's going to happen hallelujah those 10 young girls jumped up oh it's here the hour we've been waiting for let's go y'all let's go they grabbed their lamps. Oh, man, it's going to be a journey. I've got to make sure i got enough oil. The wise had oil, and they had extra. The foolish grabbed their lamps, and they started checking it out. They started trying to light it, and just a little teeny flicker of a flame. Uh-oh, we in trouble. We don't have enough light. Didn't he say you're the light of the world? Yeah. We don't have enough light. Oh my goodness. The wise look at the foolish. How come y'all don't have enough light? We didn't think he was coming tonight. It's coming in an hour that you think not. We've got to always be prepared. We've got to always be ready. Don't you wait till the last minute. Don't wait for a convenient opportunity. Today is the day of salvation. Right now, right now, right now, right now is the septic time. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost overflowing, tonight's your night. Hallelujah. If you've never spoken tongues as a spirit, give the utterance. Tonight is your night. Don't put it off another second. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming get filled with the oil we don't have enough because I'm gonna tell you that Holy Ghost that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that same spirit is what's going to change our mortal bodies the Bible says in a moment in a twinkling of an eye we shall all be changed what's going to cause the change the Holy Ghost 
the Holy Ghost is going to turn this mortal body into a supernatural body. The Holy Ghost is just going to lift us up and carry us through these wooden ceilings. You can't go through that in the flesh. You can't go through that ceiling in your flesh. But oh, when that Holy Ghost gets in you, it'll turn your body around. This vile body shall put on a resurrected body and we're going to zip up. Gravity can't hold us. The, oh my goodness, science can't hold us. We're going to go up and be with the Lord forever. You need the Holy Ghost. We got just a little bit. All we got is a little bit. A little bit ain't going to work. The Bible don't say have a little bit of the spirit. The Bible says what? Be what? Are you filled? And don't lie to yourself. You need to be filled. Can I be filled? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can be filled. And you can be continually being filled. You don't get filled one time. You got to get under the spout where the glory comes out. You need to stay full every day. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Walking in the Spirit. Living in the Spirit. Talking in the Spirit. Fill me up, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. God won't ask you to do something you can't do. He said you'll be able to do it. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. It's God's will. All of us not just be moved upon, but be filled with the Spirit. And how do you know when you feel with the Spirit? You're going to talk in other tongues. You're going to speak in an unknown tongue. Somebody asked me one time, said, Brother Easter, do speaking in tongues save you? No. The Bible don't say speaking in tongues save you. Well, do I have to speak in tongues? What kind of question is that? Do you have? Let me, let me look, look, look. Does a baby have to cry when it's born? No, it don't have to cry, but it's a good thing when it do. Because <laughs> when that baby takes his first pneuma, when that baby takes his first breath, when that baby takes his first spirit, it's going to make a sound. It's going to make a sound. It's going to make a sound. It may not have to, but it is natural that it does. It's natural that you talk in tongues. It's natural that you, whoa, hallelujah, speak in an unknown tongue. Praise God. And if the Bible says I can have it, I want it. I want everything in that word that God promises to me. Hallelujah. The Lord said, amen. He said, in another tongue will he speak to this people. This is the refreshing. And this is the rest. Jesus said, come unto me and I will give you rest. What is the rest? It's the refreshing. What is refreshing? It's another tongue. And if you've never experienced speaking in another tongue, as the Spirit gives the utterance, today's your day. Today's your day. Lord, I want it. I want it. I'm not leaving without it. I'm going to get it tonight. I'm not going to go home without it. Hallelujah. I'm going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to be speaking in tongues just like they did in the Bible. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah to God. They brought extra. The wise had extra. The foolish didn't think he was coming. They were not ready. You know what the foolish did? They went to the wise and they said, give us some of your 
Because you got extra oil, and we don't hardly have none. And the wise said, no. not so. <laughs> not so. Mm-mm. You can get none of my oil. If you need some money, we'll take up a collection. And if you need some clothes, we might be able to help you out there. If you need a place to stay, we'll make some phone calls. But when it comes to the oil, mm-mm. I prayed too hard for this. Mm-mm. I fasted for this. I sacrificed for what I got. I can't get the Holy Ghost for you. I can't be baptized in Jesus' name for you. That's something you've got to do on your own for yourself. Save yourself. Hallelujah. Everything God promises, you need to go after it. You need to go after it. Say, Lord, if for me, I want it. I want it. I got to have it. I can't, I can't, I can't give you my oil. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And you know the oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And if I wanted to give you the Holy Spirit, I can't give it to you. In fact, there is no preacher that ever walked the planet that can give you the Holy Ghost. And we got some guys, man, they got the title. They got a title. They got a reputation. For people getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, you can't help people get the Holy Ghost without brother such and such being here. Yeah, right. Ain't no man give you the Holy Ghost. Jesus said of John the Baptist, there's no greater prophet than John the Baptist. But John said, I come baptizing you with water. That's, that's what I do. But there is one who is greater than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. Only Jesus can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Only Jesus can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So I can't, I can't give you the spirit. I can't give you the spirit. I was in a big, big old conference one time, man, and people was all around the front and being prayed for and people uh, wanting to receive the Holy Ghost. And I'm over here praying for some folks. And I noticed over in my peripheral vision, somebody trying to get my attention. And I looked over, and there were some people over there calling for me. And I looked, I said, what? They said, come here. Come here. I said, what? He needs the Holy Ghost. I said, duh. (laughs) Me coming over there is not going to give him the Holy Ghost. Me laying my hands is not going to give him the Holy Ghost. You got just as much faith in you that you can lay hands on anybody. You can lay hands on anybody. You can lay hands on anybody. And in faith believing, God can work. God is the one that fills with the Holy Ghost. God is the one that pours out his spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. But I, I can't give you. I can't give you the oil. And I can't give you mine. So... The wise told the foolish, y'all need to go back to where you first got it from. Amen. You need to go back to where you first got it from. And I could just see these girls. They're like, oh my goodness, we need some oil. Why did we wait so late? Where did we get the oil from in the first place, girls? And they just think, oh, I think we got it at Walmart. We got at Walmart? I believe so. But we better get on down to Walmart real quick. 
I'm making this part up, y'all. This ain't in the Bible. <laughs> we need to get down to Walmart real quick and get us some of that oil. Okay, y'all, let's go, let's go. They told the wise, we're going to go to Walmart. Don't y'all go nowhere. Y'all stay right here. We'll be right back. Right, girls? Yeah. We're going to go to Walmart, and we'll be right back. Come on, let's go. And all five of the foolish virgins, boy, they breaking it, man. They trying to get to Walmart. They just running. They just running. All of a sudden, they're not worried about their wedding gowns they got on. Oh, man, they ain't worried about their clothes. All they know is, I got to get the oil. We got to get the oil. And they just are running. And then their hair, hair pins popping all out their head. They just are running. Hair coming loose all over the place. Just are running. Just are running. That perm and turned to an afro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. They just are running. Runs out in the stockings. They running a break a heel. Oh, I broke a heel. Don't worry about that heel, child. You better come on. Let's get that oil. They should have been acting like that in church. They should have been acting like that in church. When you come to God's house, you don't need to be worrying about who's looking at you. Don't you worry about your hair. Don't you worry about how, how you're dressed. Oh, you need to get after it, hallelujah, with all your heart and all your mind. If you break a heel, break that heel, hallelujah. But get what you need from God. I see those five foolish virgins, man, busting up into the Walmart store. Man, they didn't care who looked at them or what anybody said. And that's what you ought to be like. I don't care who looking at me. I'm going to give my praise. I'm going to worship my God. Care who don't like it. You can tease me, make fun of me, but that's all right. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him because he's worthy. He is worthy. Somebody shout hallelujah. Man, those girls busted up into the Walmart screaming, where's the oil? All the people in the Walmart turn around. What's going on? What's wrong with them girls? I don't know. All they talk about is oil. Where's oil? Where's oil? Somebody better tell me where the oil is. Somebody, oh, aisle number eight. Man, they go running. They run in the aisle number eight. Oh my goodness. I'm out of breath. Oh, oh, oh they, they look terrible now. I mean, they just look all drenched, sweaty, perspiring. Look like they've been in a Pentecostal service. I'm going to tell you something. You ain't been to church till you've been to a Pentecostal service. You ain't had church till somebody that stepped on your, two, on your toes or somebody that accidentally hit you in the face while they're praising. You ain't been to church till you've seen somebody bounce off the wall and hang from the chandeliers. That's church right there. And oh, man, they standing in front of this display of oil, and, and then all of a sudden it dawned on them. I didn't know it was so many different types of oil. So many brands. There's Crisco oil and peanut oil and corn oil and canola oil and olive oil. There's so many different types of oil. Well, let me ask you all a question. Will any oil do? No. Let me ask that again. That's a good, that's a good answer. Will any oil do? Will any church do? No. Will any preacher do? No. Absolutely not. You better make sure you get the right thing. You better make sure you get the right label. Hallelujah. But you better make sure you're in the right church and you're getting the right sermon and you're getting the right plan of salvation. Any other just won't do. 
And they're like, oh, my, my, I didn't realize there's so many choices. We can't afford to get the wrong one. Which one is the right one? And I just see this guy walks by. He's an angel for real. Nobody knows that he's an angel. He looked like a regular man, but he's walking by with a little buggy. And he walks past the girls. He said, ladies, uh, excuse me, I hear you're looking for oil. Yes, yes. It's not on this aisle. It's over there in the, the industrial section, aisle number 12. Oh, oh my goodness, we're on the wrong aisle. They run over to aisle number 12. Oil, oil, and all this industrial oil and so many brands. Oh no, it's Quaker State. And look at this, all these different choices. How do we know which oil is the right oil? Because you better make sure you got the right stuff. You better make sure you got the right stuff. Here comes that man with the buggy again. And he goes by and he says, oh, ladies, you're on the right aisle, but you're looking at the wrong shelf. <laughs> the oil you're looking for is, is right here. That's it right there. That's it. Then he goes off. See, God's going to make a way for you to get the right stuff. The grace of God that brings salvation appears to everybody. Somewhere in your life, you're going to be exposed to the truth. Somewhere in your experience, because God loves you too much to let you walk away not knowing. He's going to bring a preacher on your, across your path. He's going to bring a friend to testify to you. He's going to make a way for you to get to the truth. And today is your day. The truth is here. The right doctrine is here. The right baptism is here. You're in the right place. And those virgins, man, they were looking at that oil and they said, he said, this is the one we need. So they go down and they, they look at the oil and they pick it up. And they said, this is it. Three and one. You better make sure you got the three in one. Hallelujah. 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 You got to get the right one. Oh, glory to God. Man, they were so excited. We got it. We got it. Uh, get two or three of those. No, no. Get a box. Get three boxes. Man, they loaded up. They got a little cart. Loaded that cart up with all the oil they could get. Okay, guys. Whew. We ready. Let's go. And they headed back, pulling the cart with all of that oil. Man, you should see them now. They look horrible. They sure don't look like they're going to a wedding. <laughs> but they don't care. They don't care. I don't care how I look to you. I don't care what people are going to say about me. All I care about is I got what I need. I got what I need. Come on, girls. And they bringing it in, bringing it in. And they get back to the place where they were. Hey guys, we're here. Oh man. Oh, what a trip. Oh, my side hurt. Oh, we got it. We got all, we got extra all too. Hey guys. Guys. Hey. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. <laughs> they left us. I can't believe they left us. We told them we'd be right back, but they left. And I tell y'all, I love every last one of y'all. But I ain't going to wait for you. If you don't go to the altar, I'm going. 
If you don't repent of your sins, I'm going to repent of mine. If you don't go in that water to be baptized in Jesus' name, I'm going to jump in that water. If you don't receive the Holy Ghost, I'm going to receive the Holy Ghost. If you don't live holy for the Lord, I'm going to live holy for the Lord. If you don't make it, I will make it. And I'm not going to let you stop me. And I'm not going to let you stop me. And I'm not going to let you stop me. I love you, but I'm not going to wait for you. Not gonna wait for you. I'm not gonna compromise my salvation for you. Oh my my my! Hallelujah! See, you know what? This train is bound for glory. This train is bound for glory. It's at the station right now. Smoke is coming out the stack. The engineer got his head sticking out the window. You know what he's saying? All aboard! And when you get on board that train, it don't go in reverse. And it don't slow down. It continually pick up speed. And friend, you got to get your seat while you can. You better get your reservation while you can. Because when them wheels start to churning and that train starts to moving, it ain't going to wait for no backslider. It ain't going to wait for no compromisers. It ain't going to wait for no well-to-do Sunday morning Christians. Only those that have made themselves ready. You got to make yourself ready. You got to make yourself ready. You're not just going because you hope you're going you gotta make yourself ready oh hallelujah are you ready are you ready came in the next 10 minutes would you be ready would you be ready to go oh my I want to be ready instantaneously when I'm driving in my car no matter where I'm going I want to be ready <laughs> Hallelujah. Every time I get on a plane and look outside and see the clouds at my window, <laughs> I'm like, I got clouds at my window. I think about it. He's coming back in the clouds. I got to be ready. I got to be ready. Hey, man, when I come to church in the house of God and I know any moment, any second, it could take place, I got to be ready. Hallelujah. I can't wait for you. I can't wait for you. Peter said, save yourself those five wise had already left and the foolish was standing there they left us and we told them we were going to be back oh man now what are we going to do uh, well I don't know about y'all but I'm going anyway you're going anyway I'm going anyway and you know there's people like that they just say, you know what, I know I'm not living right, and I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to heaven anyway. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve. I just know I'm going to heaven. Me and Jesus, we tight. You think you tight. If you ain't living right, you ain't tight. Just fooling yourself, deceiving yourself. The Bible says, examine yourself. Check yourself out. Are you ready to go? God ain't going to make no exceptions for you. We all got to come in the same exact way. So are you ready? Well, that lady, she said, well, we going. We going. We just going to go. And sure enough, they made the journey. They got to the wedding. They got there. They walked up on those great palatial steps and stood outside, and they were late. And I can hear one of them say, well, you know, it's... We, we, we missed the ceremonies, but 
It's better to be late than never. Not with God. Because he's a on time God. And it's not about how much you're ready for him. It's about how much he's ready for you. He sets the appointment, not you. He's the one that calls. He's the one that's drawing you. He's the one that's making a way for you. You don't do that. He does that. So you don't get to choose when you get ready. You better be ready when he's ready. And he's ready now. He's ready now. Well, they're there. They're there. They're, they're standing out on the porch. Oh, man, look at us. Girl, you're dressed and got soiled. It's all dirty. That's okay. That's okay. At least be here. Uh, well, look in the window and see what's going on. I see the one. I'm going looking in the window. Oh, my goodness. This, the wedding ceremony is already over. They're already partying. They're dancing and having a good old time. You mean they're in there dancing? Yeah, they're in there dancing. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. And man, they gonna be dancing and shouting and rejoicing and having a time and music playing and they outside going, oh, wow. Well, girls, come on, let's go, let's go. Knock on the door, somebody, knock on the door. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, Lord, how do I look? You look awful, but that's okay, I don't care. I don't care, we're here. It's not about how you look, amen. We're here, hair all stringing and everything. They looking terrible. <laughs> then the door opens. They expecting a butler, a maid. But Jesus opens the door. Soon as they look at him, they oh, it's the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, they go acting all spiritual. They should have done that in church. Yeah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus just looks at him and then he says, can I help you? Oh, Lord, it's us. It's us. We, we, we're part of the ceremony. We, we're part of the, bra the bridesmaids. I know we're late, but we made it. We're here. Jesus said, excuse me, I don't know you. You don't know us? But you, you're God. God knows everything. How can you not know us? You know everything. I know you know us. I don't know you. Now, how can an all-knowing God not know you? Well, you know, you know what? That word know, K-N-O-W, has a, has a different meaning there. It's not that he don't know who you are. He knows who you are. He knows the number of hairs on your head, except you, but I'm just. <laughs> he knows the numbers of hair you used to have. He knows your deepest secrets. He knows your phone number, your social security number. He knows everything about you, but yet, he don't know you. How is that possible? Because the know he know is not the know you know. Because that word know is the same word that was used in the Garden of Eden when God presented Eve to Adam and said, this is flesh of your flesh. This is bone of your bone. And the two shall become one. 
And Adam looked at Eve. Oh, Eve was fine. I mean, you talk about a 10, she was batting a thousand in. She was perfect. And Adam looked at Eve. He said, whoa, man. And the Bible says he knew her. And that means he had a relationship with her. They became intimate. That's what God wants. He wants a relationship. He don't care about how much you know about him. He wants you to know him. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to talk to you and have you talk to him. He wants to go with you to work. He wants to be with you on your job. He wants to go with you to school. He wants to be a part of every part of your life. He wants to have an intimate, close relationship. That's what he's desiring. And if you do anything less than that, he don't know you. And he told those girls, I, I, I don't know you. I don't know you. And there's going to come a time, there's going to be a whole lot of people standing before the Lord said, but Lord, didn't we do this in your name? And didn't we do that in your name? We built big buildings in your name. And we had great service in your name. And he said, depart from me. I never knew you. Relationship. You and him. That's what he wants. And that's what we need. Are you ready? And the Bible says, he shut the door. And when God shuts the door, can't no man open it. I need the oil. I need the oil. And in closing, I might have told this story before, but I, I like it. I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of y'all may have never heard of it, but... When I think about the oil, it, it reminds me of this young girl. Her name is Dorothy. She was from Kansas. She had a little dog named Toto. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's it, that's it. And she found herself in a real strange place and all she could think about was I gotta get home and she was given instructions to follow the yellow brick road on her journey she met a man made out of straw and a scarecrow and Dorothy and scarecrow was meandering along the yellow brick road and Dorothy got hungry and she's like oh I'm so I'm so hungry I'm starving and it came across this this vineyard of apple trees and the scarecrow, hey, look, Dorothy, there's apple trees. You can get something to eat. So they went in the gate and they started plucking apples off the tree. And then, incredibly, the trees came alive. And the tree was like, hey, what are you doing? You do it. Get off of me. What are you doing? Picking off. Get away from me. And Scarecrow said, but Mr. Tree, Dorothy is hungry and she needs something to eat. Well, you let her go somewhere else, get something to eat. You be picking no fruit off of me. Get away from me. And Dorothy was like, oh no, I know I'm going to starve now. And the Scarecrow said, I got a plan. I know how I can get some fruit off of that tree. So Scarecrow ran over in front of that tree and he started telling your mama jokes. Your mama's so ugly. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. But he started making fun of the tree and doing stupid stuff and the tree got mad. 
The tree got angry, and the tree said, why you? And started taking apples and throwing at them, and apples were everywhere. <laughs> and Scarecrow said, look, Dorothy, look at all these apples. And they started gathering, gathering them up. I know it's taking a long time, but hold on a minute. They walked over in this yard, and Dorothy was picking up apples and putting them in there. And then she looked over and saw a foot made out of tin. And she said, oh, look, a tin man. And there he was, standing there, rusted out, frozen in space like this. Like some people in church. he been in that condition and he looked at the tin man and there he was and he heard something oil <laughs> what did he say oil I think he said oil they looked over and saw an oil can look they got the oil can what do you want us to do my mouth his mouth squeak 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 Oh, my neck, my neck, squeak, 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 oh yeah, oh right here, my shoulder, right there, right there, squeak, squeak, oh, over here, squeak, squeak, oh yeah, oh my goodness, down here, right there, right above my knees, squeak, squeak, oh yeah, over here, squeak, squeak, oh yeah, and the more oil he got, I said the more oil he got, see that's what's wrong with some of y'all, Y'all ain't got enough oil. But when you get the Holy Ghost, when you get the Holy Ghost, it'll make you move. It'll make you dance. It'll fill you with joy. Woo, hallelujah. Give us your oil. Let's give the Lord a great high type of praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's all stand together, shall we? Musicians, would you come? The oil of the Spirit is flowing even now. Hallelujah. If you, are, if you have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I want you to yield yourself to His Spirit. And I want you to lift your voice in tongues right now. Just let it flow from inside you. From one end of the stage to the other, from one end of the congregation to the other. That's it, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. Let that unknown tongue flow out of you. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, that's beautiful. Come on, come on, come on. That's it. <laughs> Blessed are the people that know that joyful sound. Blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. Hallelujah. Your, your spirit is being edified. Your spirit is being charged up. You're reminding yourself you're not by yourself. God is in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. The hope of glory is in you. Stir up the gift. Come on, stir it up. Stir it up. Stir up the gift. Stir it up. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so special. It's so special. Don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever take it for granted. Oh Lord. God reminding me once again. I'm not by myself. The Holy Ghost is in you. Hallelujah. Strengthening yourself. Edifying yourself. You don't need an interpretation. It's your spirit speaking through his spirit. Praying for things you ought to pray for but don't know. But the Holy Ghost knows. And the Holy Ghost is using you right now as you speak in tongues. The Holy Ghost is speaking through you. Utterance and sounds. Hallelujah. That no one around you can understand but God. But God. But God. God understands. Oh, it's so wonderful. You don't even have to think about what you're saying. Just let it flow. Hallelujah. Reminding you, you're ready. You are ready to go. You are filled with the Spirit. Because they heard them speak in tongues and magnify God. Hallelujah. 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 And we are living in the last days, no doubt. There's wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places, signs in the heavens, signs upon the earth, pestilence and disease, and the love of many growing colder and colder. All the signs of the end time. But there is one sign that we must not ignore. In the last days, saith God, I'm going to pour out my spirit. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now we've come to the end of the service. Let the music come all the way down for a second. I'm going to talk to you just a minute before I let you go. And this is for the benefit of those that are here that have never been filled and those that are watching that want to be filled with the Spirit of God. Jesus said, except you're born of the water, right there, and of the Spirit, yes. you can't enter the kingdom. Who receives the Holy Ghost? The Bible says, they that obey him. And the first thing on the agenda is repentance. You got to be sorry for your sins. You got to be sorry for the way you've been living your life the wrong way. And you got to say, Lord, I'm not going to do that no more. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to obey you. You're a candidate to receive the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. You've got to unlearn all the false teaching and all the thinking and thoughts that have been passed down and start over. And say, Lord, I'm just going to go by what's written in your word. I'm just going to believe you at your word. And so we're going to have, for the next moment, an altar call. This is the part of the service where the preacher is pretty much done. He done his part. Now it's up to you to do your part. We call it the altar because it's right before the pulpit. And this is where we invite people to come and make changes in their lives. If you're here tonight and you've not been baptized in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
for the remission and washing away of all your sins. Don't leave until you get that done. He said, well, Brother East, I, I didn't bring any extra clothes. Don't worry about that. We have gowns in the back that you can change into. We are ready. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, if you even have any question, I, I'm not sure, I don't know, make your calling and election sure is what the Bible says. You can be sure. Get it done today. Do it today. If you would obey him, Acts 2 and verse 38 says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost you shall you shall it's a promise from God and what he said he meant it and today is your day the next verse says for this promise is unto you and to your children your children and not only that to as many as afar off even as many as the Lord our God shall call but you know what it starts with your decision, what you're going to do tonight, could determine what's going to happen to people all around you. And the next verse says, many other words that he testify and exhort saying, save yourself. Save yourself. Save yourself. Lady, you're a good lady. And you, you give anybody any help they need. You're a wonderful person, but you're not saved. Save yourself. And then the final verse I want to use, verse 41 says, Then, everyone say then. Then. then, after the preacher finished preaching, they that gladly, <laughs> gladly, <laughs> your attitude is important. God is looking at your attitude. Gladly, I'm so glad I heard this. I'm so glad I want this. I want this. Thank you, Lord. They that gladly received it. You're talking to me. That's for me. That's for me. They were baptized. The same day, they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. You can do that today. It's God's will you do it today there's anybody here that need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ please let us know don't leave don't leave until you're baptized in Jesus name the clock is ticking it's, it's about one minute to midnight God ain't gonna wait for nobody only they that have made themselves ready will, will, will you make yourself ready you've not received the gift of the Holy Ghost well, first of all, you need to obey God. You need to obey God. And the first thing you need to do is make a decision. I am not going to keep going the way I've been going. I hear the word. I believe the word. Now I'm going to obey the word. Bow your heads with me, if you will. Precious Holy Spirit. We acknowledge you are here. We can feel you as you move among us, as you touch us all. We feel your love and we feel you drawing on the heart 
of men and women to come forward and believe and to receive and to be filled. Oh Lord God, don't let one person walk away from this. We pray your perfect will be done. And everyone say amen. Praise the Lord. If you desire to be born again of the water and of the spirit, I want to invite you to come from where you're standing and line up right across the front. We're going to have ministers come to meet you right here. If you have any questions, we're going to answer your questions. But whatever you need to do, you need to do it now. Even if you have to do it by yourself, Jesus hung on the cross by himself for you. He suffered for you. All he's asking you to do is take a step of faith and say, yes, I want it. Give us your oil. I can't give it to you, but he can. Yes, he can. What time is it? Oh, my goodness. It's about 15 minutes to midnight. It's about 15 minutes. Some of you ain't got but 15 minutes left. Could very well be your last chance. Come. Jesus said, come, come, come quickly, come quickly. You need the Holy Ghost, come. You need to be baptized, you need to come, come quickly. You want to change your life, you need to do it now. Come quickly, don't hesitate. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. God is calling you right now. Where are you? Where are you? Church, I need you to pray. I need you to pray. There's somebody beside you that needs help. You might want to encourage them. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. You want to go down front? You want to be saved today? Come on, sister. Come on, sir. You had no idea God was going to call you now, but he's calling your number. Only they that are ready are going to go. Are you ready yet? Repent and be baptized, every single one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. You don't need to wait no longer. You've waited long enough. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Come and get full of the oil. Come and receive all your sins washed away. Come and start new. Start over. Start fresh. Church, are you praying? Oh, hallelujah. Those of you that are watching, amen. You need to just get up out of your chair. Get in your truck. Get in your car. Come on down here right now. The water is ready. We are ready. Come on. We want to see you saved. We want to see your name written in the Lamb's book of life. It's almost midnight. It's almost midnight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. As we sing this song, as we sing this song, whosoever.